I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and... I thought it would be a good time to share a diagnosis with you all. Not that long ago, I was diagnosed uh, with generalized anxiety disorder. Generalized anxiety disorder, or GAD, as it's known in some spaces, is a mental health disorder that affects millions of people worldwide. It's characterized by excessive and persistent worrying and anxiety about everyday activities and events, and even sometimes when there's seemingly no reason for concern. But the reason I'm sharing this with you all is, in many ways, getting this diagnosis felt like a sigh of relief. Because for much of my life, I had always known I had some sort of anxiety, just didn't know what it was. You know, some of the fears that are typically associated with GAD would be excessive worrying about everyday activities, like I said, but just the fear of making mistakes or doing something wrong, or the fear of uncertainty because of the lack of control over those situations. And then the fear of failure, the fear of embarrassment, fear of criticism, fear of harm, and fear of danger. And as I look back throughout my life, you know, you, you reflect in moments where you were in school, <laughs> uh, when I was in school, or when I was in certain workplace situations where I noticed that anytime I couldn't control a situation, that being something that could lead to an anxiety attack or a panic attack. But that specific fear of making mistakes gets tied into some of the insecurities that get associated with GAD, which is perfectionism and high self-imposed standards. Now, of course, these are some things that get exasper- exacerbated by just the reality of living life in general. But I don't know that we talk about what that looks like enough in a classroom. So if you're dealing with someone or student that has a sort of anxiety disorder, ADHD, GAD, or any other form of anxiety, the way we've often treated them is as if something is wrong with them. And I remember the the first time that I I was really nervous about getting a, a bad grade or not understanding an assignment. And my uh, teacher at the time kept reiterating that you should do it this way. You need to do it this way. Stop, stop trying to complicate it. You're making an excuse. Come on, come on, come on. And and I just swallowed that. And I thought, yeah, she's right. This, this is actually something that's wrong with me. I need to, to figure out how to do it the way everybody else is doing. And that type of approach in classrooms and in workplaces does end up creating this sense of exclusion. 
a lot of the work I do today is, is centered around uh, diversity, equity, inclusion, and making sure that we fight for different spaces of belonging. But we can't really get to the best spaces of belonging or the most equitable spaces of belonging, rather, if we don't know how to account for what lived experiences uh, that people from different backgrounds have. Anxiety, depression, all these things are part of everyday life. They're still not normalized, though. And they're not normalized in a sense where people get to create spaces for people to share what fears are, what insecurities are, and what quirks are, right? Some quirks for just for your benefit would be with anyone that suffers from uh, from GAD would be, you know, this concept of needing for assurance and needing for validation or avoidance or procrastination or the physical symptoms like headache and difficulty sleeping. Now, this is particularly the one that I, I have uh, particularly related to the most. My, my, my GAD shows up most in my insomnia and my perfectionism. So those are the two things that, sh- that it shows up in. But my insomnia was triggered when I was 10 years old. Yeah, but when I was 10 years old, my father, my father's job as a diplomat took us from Nigeria to Burkina Faso, a French speaking country in West Africa. And I remember I was this, this kid in, in an American international school and I've shared the story multiple times, but for some reason I started getting hit with this wave of what it would be like for me to fit into an environment with people that are very different from me. And then, you know, going into school, the first day of class and teachers trying to say my, my name, Tayo is short for Akintayo. It's trying to say Akintayo and then they're laughing at the name and then you start internalizing it. And I, I thought to myself, I, this is really <laughs> worrying me more than I, than I've ever felt before. And I felt something is wrong with me. My name isn't the, the, the name that everyone else seems to like. So let me go by my last name. Roxon, English sounding, Anglo-Saxon sounding name. And I had internalized this idea that something was wrong with me, so I need to find a solution to make sure I didn't feel embarrassed anymore. Now, I took back my name, you know, when I was 17 because I, you know, I just thought it was ridiculous that I was I was uh buying into an, an Anglo-Saxon version of, of my name when my name truly means something. Tayo is short for Akin Tayo, which means uh, the warrior or the brave one has brought us joy. And I take a tremendous amount of pride in that. And I, I just didn't want anyone to have power over me in that. But I share that story with you all because something as simple as that experience of a 10-year-old can carry on through adulthood. And it shows up in all the institutions that we we participate in, media, the stories we choose to tell. Uh, workplaces, the way we choose to hire, recruit, or even just figure out how to make friends and bonds and the jokes that we make. A lot of times when narratives are being concocted around certain jokes that really affect people's lived experiences, I think people miss the boat when they they make it a surface level conversation and not understand the amount of trauma behind each of the stories. A lot of people get made fun of for their lived experiences that it becomes normalized to the point where people say, get over it, right? So, and this may, uh, as as it's Mental Health Awareness Month, 
I want us to see if we can really work on creating more access to mental health services. Because once you have a diagnosis, it does create coping mechanisms for you, right? So if something for me uh, that my therapist always tells me to do is to find a way to be present. And I've been going to therapy since 2019. And in, in terms of coping mechanisms for me in particular, it'll be finding moments to breathe, finding moments to release muscle tension, and finding moments to stay present so I can separate perceived reality from what I'm, you know, actually thinking is real, right? Perceived rather, perceived reality from from real reality, right? And and a lot of times when you get into this persistent and excessive spiral of, of, of anxiety or worrying, it's hard for you to just see what you can work on on a day-to-day basis. Some positive attributes, though, are there are high levels of empathy and concern for others. You know, there's... It's not a coincidence that I'm in the field I'm in where you have to figure out people's lived experiences. So that doesn't surprise me one bit. Uh, There's a strong attention to detail and ability to plan for the future. You know, that idea of not wanting anyone else to feel like they're they're, they're lost or you making sure that everyone feels like they're part of a group makes you really pay attention to the details. Uh, Perseverance, because you have to work through these challenging situations. You already prepare for things to be difficult sometimes. And so you, you just have to persevere and you, you, you adopt that mindset and creativity, a unique perspective of the world. Since you're constantly on the outside, you, you, you have to create worlds, if you will. You also have to solve that. And then problem solving skills because you have to really think critically. So I share this not as a, a way to, you know, put myself down or anything it, it's more as a, as an invitation to really take mental health seriously a lot of what i've been doing in the last few months and i know i haven't always shown my face as much as i have on uh, social media platforms is really just doing the deep work understanding the roots you know the root causes of some of the childhood traumas i might have had and even the traumas i've developed as i've, I've gone you know as i've grown older and even traumas that came about from the pandemic what about them made me default to the insecurities and what about those insecurities can i learn about myself and so i hope that if you're watching this or listening to this on on the podcast you are thinking about yourself from a full spectrum level and understanding that you are more than your experiences and that their your experiences are actually just uh, clues and pieces of information that you can use to paint the full picture of who you can be and that you consider making mental health a big part of your routine. Something as simple as breathing can change your life. Uh, something as simple as walking can change your life. And something as simple as extending an invitation for different types of lived experiences can change the lives of the people around you. So till next time, use your difference to make a difference.